It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. I'm actually going to take a position on this that I didn't take on a current affair because I wanted to be gentle, but I think 79 is too old to become a dad. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson, the founder of happyfamilies.com.au. I'm here with my very sore, achy wife. I can't believe you're telling everybody that. Kylie has just started trying out a new form of exercise and has muscles in places she didn't know that she has muscles. I love this. I might be literally the youngest person in the room by about 20 years, but these Pilates classes are using every single muscle in my body. How's the um, How's the conversation with the... Uh, why are you doing... No, well, this is the great thing. Why are you doing Pilates with 70-year-olds? That's who goes. Really? I'm sure there has to be. I feel like I'm 70 some days. My body really <laughs> aches. But what I love about it is I'm a bit unco. I, I don't have good coordination. <laughs> oh, so and you get to whenever, No, no, no. <laughs> whenever I go to exercise classes, by every single time, oh. the instructor will pull me out or, you know, point out where I'm going wrong and try to get me to do it while I'm in front of, you know, 25 other people. And it just makes me more unco by the minute. Right. Whereas when you're on the reformer, I don't see anyone. I, I can't. I can't see what anyone else is doing. They can't see what I'm doing. It's That's, great. The reformer. It sounds sounds like a, a really punishing exercise class. We're here to reform you. Like, have you not ever seen the reformer tables? No. That <laughs> I have no intense. idea what you're talking about. I'm just happy to ride my bike and go surfing. Hey, uh, today's conversation. Uh, we're the parents of six uh, daughters, by the way. And today's conversation is this week in parenting. Every so often on the podcast, we... No, you didn't do it right. How am I supposed to do it? This week in parenting. <laughs> I love the facial expressions. Guys, I wish I wish we were videoing this so that you could see Kylie's face when she does this. Uh, I'm sure that JR's done all the sa- fancy sound effects to make you sound incredible as you did that. Uh, whenever there's parenting news, we kind of like to play with it. We like to keep our finger on the pulse. We like to let you know that we know what's happening in the world of parenting. And today, two stories that I think are really fascinating about family life. One, there's a divorce lawyer on TikTok who is saying that he is seeing more and more women leaving their husbands for one core reason. We're going to discuss that in a sec. And Robert De Niro, 79 years old. He's a dad again, uh, seventh time around. We're going to talk about that as well. Which one should we start with, Kylie? They're both as bad as each other, whichever one you want. Okay, let's start with our divorce lawyer. The name of the gentleman is Dennis R. Vetrano Jr. He is a U.S. divorce lawyer, and this is what he had to say on TikTok. It's gone viral. You want to know the major theme that I'm seeing in the divorce industry as a divorce lawyer as, as I do consults these days? I am seeing working moms doing it all, and I'm seeing the husbands step back and say, Hannah, I've got to do a thing. She's got the kids, she's got the groceries, she's got the laundry, she's got the meals, she's got the work. And by the way, she's making all the money and she's paying for the house and doing everything else. I'm going to go to the firehouse, I'm going to go play this, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. That's the thing. And women are tired. Boom. And it's blown up on TikTok. What's your initial response? You haven't heard that before. This is brand new for you to hear and you didn't know it was coming. What do you think of Dennis Arvitrano? Well, look, I don't want this to be a gang up on dads because I think that when you look at history, mm. dads are doing more and are more hands-on than they've ever been before. Well, many of them are, but what he's saying is there's a bunch of dads who are out there that aren't doing a thing. They're they're gaming, they're staying up late, they're having drinks with the boys, they're cycling too much. My suggestion is going to be that it's not that they've stopped doing stuff, they never did it. 
Mm. They never did it from the very beginning and it wasn't a problem because it was just you and him. But as the children have come along and as circumstances have changed and maybe you weren't working and now you are, I, I I think there's a lot more going on than just dads aren't being involved. I remember a little while ago, I was doing a Happy Families Premium member Q&A. So for those of you who are not familiar with what this is, our Happy Families website has a premium membership group. You pay 18 bucks a month. It's $180 a year because we give you two free months if you sign up for the year. And we do a monthly Q&A. And I remember mum saying, I don't know what to do about my husband. I'm absolutely drowning. I've got the three kids and I'm the one that looks after them. Not all of them are at school yet. So I'm with them all day. I'm constantly tidying the house, constantly looking after the kids, uh, doing all the school stuff, doing the library, the sports day, the canteen, all that sort of thing. And then on the days that the younger kids do go into daycare, I'm going to work to earn the supplementary income. And what he does is he goes to work and then he comes home and he games. She said he's actually in the room next to me right now while I'm asking this question and he's playing shoot 'em up games. The kids are running around the house and I just need help. And so when I hear a story like that, that really gels to me with what Dennis Vetrano, uh, the divorce lawyer in the US, is saying. But my suggestion goes back to the fact that he hasn't just picked up a gaming console now. That no, no, this is, is a lifelong thing. And, and so the writing is mostly on the wall. Potentially. But now the wall needs some writing to be scrubbed off it. I remember when you and I were early in our marriage and I had this line that I would share with you all the time. This is before I had a PhD in psychology. This is back in the the pretty early days, probably the first half a dozen years of our marriage. And you used to get kind of cranky at me for reasonable reasons, I guess, but I didn't know what those reasons were. And I would say, if you just tell me what's wrong, I'll help. Like, it's not in my interest or your, your interest for our relationship to be ugly and messy. Just tell me what the matter is and, and I'll help. And you never wanted to tell me. You just figured that I should know. Well, and I think that with a lack of maturity, I guess what I thought was you can see that I'm running a hundred miles an hour. Why can't you just pick up the pieces? Why can't you just fill in the gaps? Why can't you see things and use your initiative and recognize that if I do this, it's actually going to lighten her load? And my response was always, I'm a husband, not a mind reader. And there's some really cool research that's out there that shows that if you ask a couple who's doing what percentage of all the different jobs that need to be done, when they write down the percentages that they're doing and you add the two percentages together, mine and yours, it usually adds up to more than 100%. I usually think that I'm doing a little bit more than you think I'm doing and you usually think that you're doing a little bit more than I think you're doing or vice versa. Anyway, it always goes to more than 100%. There's plenty of studies on this, but the communication is so important. Like you've, you've got to let one another know because we're husbands not mind readers. But I had a thought, Kylie. What was your thought? I thought, we don't need more husbands. We need more dusbands. A husband who does. Really? A dusband. I didn't actually make that up. It comes from a, a Times of London article. Here's what it says. The partner every woman should have, a dusband. Well, it used to be a snag. Uh, yeah, now it's a dusband. The secret to a happier marriage, more laughter, longer life, and less anxious children. You won't find it in a self-help book or motivational Instagram post. The answer is sitting next to you on the sofa or snoring gently as you scroll on your phone. The answer might be out with his pals tonight but he put the kids down before he went so you could finish up at work. You've heard of the new man who cooks and the hands-on dad who changes nappies, but what you really need 
is a dustbin. That's what the Times of London is sounds saying. Sounds like a dustpan. <laughs> it does a bit. So I know it sounds like I'm being a bit hard on the women because I am one and I've learned a lot of lessons over the years. I think that as women we actually are often our worst, our own worst enemy and we don't advocate for ourselves enough. And in plenty of cases I'm sure that the women are doing that and it's still not being heard and acted upon. But sometimes I, I know that over the years I kind of saw being busy as a bit of a badge of honour. The more I could achieve in a day, the more worth I was as a mother and wife. But it's so it's so toxic yes. and it's so um, disempowering for women. And if we can we can actually look into our own lives and recognize the areas where we are actually compounding the impact of what's happening and then being able to actually have a voice and articulate what it is that we need. I wonder if, you know, as he's seeing all of these um, these different couples and the challenges they're having, I wonder how many of them are actually sitting down once a week and planning the week and going, this is where I actually need your help. Oh, that's what we do. This is where, you know, can you step in here because I can't actually – I can't actually do all of it. Yeah, and just those three questions. What's gone well this week? What hasn't? And what do we need to work on this week? Like just getting on the same page, the, the quality of the interaction makes all the difference. So and it really just comes down to communication. More dustbins. But every now and again, we need to remember that there are some guys that aren't having a go and they do need a kick in the backside and hopefully they will do better. And I'm not going to blame the victim on those ones because there are some guys who really do just need to lift their game. Well, now that you've said that, I don't want anybody to think that I'm blaming the victim here. That's not what I'm saying. No, I know, I know, but I wanted to be it's really being, clear. It's being about accountable. That. Yes. Each it, each one of us plays a part in a relationship, and it's being it's about being accountable for what part I play in it. And sometimes it means actually stepping up and going, "Do you know what? I've expected that you're going to do this, but I haven't actually articulated it." Next is 79, too old to become a dad. What do you think? 79, Robert De Niro. He's just become a dad. It's been all over the news. I know you have six kids. Um, seven, actually. Like, I just you- had a baby. Seven? Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. Actor Robert De Niro has welcomed his seventh child at the age of 79, but did not divulge the gender or name of the child or who the mother is. There is quite an age gap between his children, with his eldest child recently turning 51. You know what? Tell me. I actually don't care about this stuff. Like, this, whatever he wants to do with his life is totally up to him. So can we just talk about the biology of this for a sec? Women have a – and I'm going to – this is a terrible phrase to use. I actually feel like – I've stopped myself because I don't want to use it, but I'm going to anyway. There's a timestamp. There's a use-by date on women's fertility, right, that men don't have. We know that sperm degrades over time. The older a man gets the lower quality and the, the lower amount of sperm, but – Guys can keep on having children so long as they can find a willing, young enough partner to have those children with. Men can keep on having children into their 60s and 70s and 80s. doesn't happen very much. But Robert De Niro, I mean, holy smokes. I was talking to the team about this the other day in one of our meetings. I said, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. What do you think? And everyone went really quiet. And then a team member who will remain nameless, I won't say who it was, but she said, it's kind of gross. Like, 79 years old, and she said, I'm in my, um, I'm in my early 40s. That's kind of giving it away a little bit, but not too much. She said, I'm in my, my early 40s. I can't imagine getting into bed with a guy who's in his mid to late 70s. And then she paused for a second. She goes, actually, he is kind of handsome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
no, no, no. Just, look, look. just stop. Well, Don't clearly, De Niro has no issues with finding a, a healthy counterpart. Clearly not. But I, for me, literally, the only thing, if I had an opinion and I had to have, I had to say something about it. Oh, here we go. I just. Here comes a scoop. <laughs> at seventy nine, how many more years does he have? Well, and then you to, have to this, have more children. You no, mean no? Oh, to, oh, to be a father, you have this child mm. who becomes fatherless because his dad's his dad's uh, he's, he's gone, yeah. or, and or, not or maybe, not because maybe. of poor choices, because biologically so, it's his time. So you're saying that a seventy nine year old father is being selfish? No, I'm not saying that. I just you've got. I mean, obviously, Robert De Niro. He will be able to provide for this child financially in every oh, yeah. single way possible. This child will not have a single want. Mm. But the intrinsic need that we all have to have loving parents mm. there to guide and direct and and just to love us. Well, I was on a current affair. It's taken from him. To talk about this, but it was it was a big enough story that I was in a current affair just the other day talking about it, and I dived into the research and I found that there are both negatives and positives to being an older parent. It's mostly going to be an older dad because, like I said, there's there's that expiry date, I guess, on ovulation and and the capacity to carry a child as a woman. Uh, negatives, sperm degradation. It's associated with uh, some pretty challenging health and psychological. Uh, if issues, uh, neurological issues, uh, autism spectrum disorders go up. Also, um, a study from Stanford looking at 40 million births found that there was a higher risk of birth defects, 14% increase in uh, premature birth, 14% uh, more likely to be low weight, 18% more likely to have seizures. That's comparing dads who are over 45 with dads who are under 35. Well, you'd have a similar list, though, for a, a mother over 40. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, well, you, you considered what, – so, what's the technical term that they use? Like a high-risk birth if you're over 35? Is that what, it's, is that what they call it? Yeah. Um, but the, the pluses – and the pluses are actually pretty substantial. So we've got a friend who is 60 years old and he's got a four-year-old. And I just love watching him with his son. Because they, he, he's so in love with being a dad as an older guy. Well, in some ways, the child gets the benefits of having an experienced dad who's been through it a number of times, learnt yeah. all of his lessons, but also kind of a grandparent. Yeah, that's kind of how he is. And <laughs> he's, you get two he's and one. so laid back. He's so much fun. He has that time. And the research shows that older dads tend to be more financially better off, and so do their kids. They also, interestingly on average, have slightly higher IQs. Don't know why. A a British medical journal from 2012 showed that kids that are born to older parents are more likely to have higher levels of emotional health. I'm pretty sure that's because of the quality of the emotional investment in children that comes from... Uh, those those well, older he's retired, parents. for goodness sakes. He can be there 24-7. And a 2016 Danish study with more than 30,000 people and it found that older parents do tend to be better parents. They're also better educated. They've got more life experience. So... I'm still going to go with – I'm actually going to take a position on this that I didn't take on a current affair because I wanted to be gentle, but I think 79 is too old to become a dad. I, I just – I agree with you. Uh, I'm not into that. But for older parents generally, uh, that is parents who are uh, able to be rearing their children up to their 50s and even their 60s, it seems like there's a whole lot of evidence that supports it. And other than the fact that your biological prime is in your 20s, that's the best time to be having – physiologically having babies, uh, there's plenty of advantages to waiting a while. And given that the average age of paternity now 
first time paternity is about 31 in Australia and the average mum is about 29 and a half to 30 for the first time uh, first time mothering um, I think that it's probably not a bad thing that that's happening and it seems to be working out reasonably well according to the research if I had a choice between greater IQ or having my dad I'd pick my dad every time oh gee I'm talking to you about this stuff. The Happy Families Podcast is produced by Justin Rowland from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. Thanks so much for listening to This Week in Parenting. We'll be back tomorrow with I'll Do Better Tomorrow on the Happy Families Podcast. Mm-hmm.